The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. It's The Golf Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. You know, here's a guy. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the you heard the laughter of Chris Mascaro. So why do you love Liv so much? I'll reach across and slap no. him. We fired J.R. Ross. This court case doesn't matter. I didn't feel the need to acknowledge it. This guy can roll his rock. Big match coming up. I'm going to beat Nina Caddy. What am I? You have circled an area of interest. Oh, I'm just not right. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. I'd be expecting a lawsuit. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the ball, right? Moving my head. I'm laying it off. Well, that too. I'm proning. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing fell. My unfolded lawn chair. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. Help me keep my head down. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Save me. This is a waste of everybody's time. Gunga, galunga. Yeah, it's not a waste of your time anymore. Happy Sunday morning to you. Business is on it's the golf show on the fan 680 93 7 fm i'm brian katrick there's chris mascaro host of the next on the t podcast <laughs> good He's, morning bk good morning uh, adam crooks voice of the owls is over there how's good. it going it's going good <laughs> going really good and jr ross is off <laughs> so we're all just thrilled <laughs> it's like a vacation in here how did he get time off uh he is administrating the uh the member guest over at Dogwood Golf Club, I know uh, Pine Tree is having their member guest this weekend. Berkeley Hills having their member guest this weekend. It's full-on member guest season. Well, if I had known that I was going to get time off for officiating a member guest, then I would have just officiated a member guest. I, that's good thinking. <laughs> Adam Crooks is a visionary over there. you got to know some of the rules, but not too many of the rules. <laughs> Not in a member guest. Not in a member guest. <laughs> no. Just show up, really, with a, ra- with a walkie-talkie. You'd be fine. That's fine. Yeah. Drop hey, it there. Can I drop this? Yes. yes. Sure can. <laughs> Here, I'll do it. <laughs> Give me that ball. <laughs> uh, it's complete chaos out there. And uh, and I've always enjoyed, I mean, the festive atmosphere of most member guests. Uh, you know, th- there's there's sandbagging. There's sandbagging everywhere. And you don't you, say. You see, exactly. You sandbaggers ought to be ashamed of yourselves. I, <laughs> I hope you enjoy your stupid little plaque. <laughs> but the rest of you are just having a blast and you deserve to. There you go. Yeah. I hope you sandbaggers have a bunch of flat tires when you come out. <laughs> Naturally occurring. I'm not I'm just encouraging not any sort of violence. Anything. No, no, let's not go crazy here. Just remember, guys. That's too much work. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I just hope they all had slow leaks that culminated today. <laughs> uh 
because they deserve it. I mean, it's, it's sandbagging's cheating. It's just flat out cheating, and they know it. And we don't talk about it much, and we're not going to talk about it today, other than this. <laughs> but there's some sandbagging going on. Hey, it's not cheating if you don't get caught. Yeah, but see, it sort of is. That's a great phrase for every other sport. But in golf, we all kind of know it, you know. And it's just kind of, yeah. All right, pal. Congratulations. Hey, great playing today. <laughs> That was nice. You shot 85 <laughs> with 25 shots. That's, that's that's my ball, I'm sure of fantastic. it. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So, but again, that's only most of the member guests. It's not all of them. Of course not. <laughs> so, uh, love that it's going on. Uh, can only, I was actually going to go over there and, and help JR. I mean, I'm not a rules official, but I could get you off the cart path. You know, <laughs> tell you what to do when your ball's in the creek. You know, I can help out with some of those things. If it involves a penalty, I've probably experienced it, so I can help out with a lot of that. Uh, but I was probably going to just hassle players, you know, over their handicaps. So I wouldn't have been very productive to have over there <laughs> visiting. You could have done the you're matching it up. You're you're a 15 handicap. Explain to me why you're in this this flight. Right. You're a two. Aren't you a two? Yeah. What are you doing in the fourth flight? Guy comes over wants he wants, you know, wants ground under repair relief. And I get on the radio. Hey, uh, Jr. I'm over here at 15. Uh, this guy's made five pars in a row on his own ball, and he's a 12. <laughs> <laughs> You know, buy that? What should we do about that? <laughs> and he would send me home. <laughs> I think. Uh, BK, we don't need you out there officiating anymore. Just come on back. Over. <laughs> By the way, give him the drop. <laughs> Good work with the sound effects, Adam. That's Adam Crooks working the very high-tech sound effect machine we have in here. Thank you. <laughs> Really nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. It gets credit. Hey, we'll give you credit. Good. I'm glad I get credit for that. I'm glad we waited for that. <laughs> All right. So uh, we got a couple golf tournaments going on. We're going to get to that. The big story of the week in the world of golf. We are getting close to a the start of the fall season. They're going to start playing on Thursday. That's uh, you'll know it. You, you'll like it when you see it. Because all of a sudden there's a golf. There's going to be golf on TV again. You'll be like, oh hey, Justin Thomas is playing. Uh, but Justin Thomas is playing a couple weeks after that. So we're going to get a preview of Justin Thomas this week coming up at the Fortinet Championship. But Justin Thomas just got a preview of the uh, of the Ryder Cup golf course as most of the American team was just over there. Uh, but they have opponents, Chris. We now have a European Ryder Cup team. We had six of them a couple weeks ago. We now have all 12 of them. And if you thought the captain's picks were controversial on the American side, right? Luke Donald ignited a firestorm over there on the European side. Yeah, and I, I tell you, when I saw the picks, a couple of names jumped out. I mean, I was first of all, I was surprised at the omission of Adrian Moronk. Mm-hmm. You would think that if anybody is a shoe in, I mean, obviously Rory is a shoe in, and you know some of the great players that they have, but the guy that just won the Italian Open. They're on that course this year. That guy's in, Seems right? Seems like the guy you'd want. Yes. So here's how it works for the European side. They have 12 guys just like we do. They had six picks just like we did. They have two points lists, though. It's a little more complicated for the Europeans. Uh, they have the world points list for guys that are playing over here, and then they have the European points list for guys that are playing over there. 
interestingly enough, to help Luke Donald out, the first two qualifiers on the European list, this is for guys that only play in Europe, were actually Rory and John Rahm, who were getting – there are a lot of events that count for count on both lists, and they were dominating all of them. So to have your two world – your two biggest world stars get on your European list, that's that's theoretically where the weak part of the European team would come is off of that European list. You want all the world stars. So two of your three off the European list that qualified automatically were Rahm and Rory. Uh, your third was Robert McIntyre. We'll get to him in a minute. Uh, your world list automatic qualifiers, you got Victor Hovland, who just won the FedEx Cup. That's a strong performer right there. You got Terrell Hatton and Matt Fitzpatrick. Those were your world listers. So of your six automatic qualifiers, you really got five of them that are stars. Your sixth is Robert McIntyre, who's going to be fine, but he doesn't have the he doesn't have the international experience that McElroy, Rom, Hovland, Hatton, and Fitzpatrick have. I mean, you got three of those guys are major champions. One of them is a FedEx Cup champion. Terrell Hatton is a star, and he's playing probably maybe the best. Well, not as good as Victor Hovland, but he's playing the second best golf on that list. So that's your first six. Now, after that, Luke Donald can go anywhere to get his next six. He doesn't have to stick on this list or that list. As long as they're Europeans, he can pick them. He couldn't go pick Ernie Els. <laughs> Would have been a hell of a call. So yeah. you're saying he could have picked Danny Willett? Could have picked Danny Willett. He is actually European. Uh, so that's where he goes. Now you can go anywhere you want. So the picks. All right, Tommy Fleetwood didn't make a team. Didn't, didn't make either of these lists. He went and got Tommy Fleetwood. That's a good call. Yes. Been playing really good golf this year. Uh, Sepp Straka, University of Georgia product. Can't wait for that. Born in Austria. Eligible for the European Ryder Cup team. Winner on the PGA Tour this season. Let's go get Sepp Straka. Got him. So Straka's on the team. Then things start to get a little bit sideways <laughs> for poor Luke Donald. At that point, now you got eight. Okay? And you need eight. And actually, I still think it's seven because I'm not a Robert McIntyre believer. No? But you got eight. You got your six qualifiers. You got two good players. Because Friday, they're only going to play eight players at a time in each session. You could just leave your other four just on the bench <laughs> all day. Hey, guys, we'll see you Sunday. They don't have to play till Sunday. That'd be a lot of golf for the other eight, but and we don't expect that to happen. But you could. You only need eight. So he's got his eight with with Fleetwood and Straka. Uh, his next pick, he goes to Shane Lowry. Okay. All right, Shane Lowry, fine. Shane Lowry uh, is uh, he's only got one. He's got a losing Ryder Cup record. He's only got one Ryder Cup win. He's one, two, and zero. Oh. That's a losing record. All right. Uh, next pick, Justin Rose. Justin Rose, one of the few winning records on this European Ryder Cup team. He was on those. He was on a bunch of those winning teams that kept beating our teams. <laughs> You're wearing a Paris shirt, for crying out loud. Isn't that the Paris shirt, or is that Hazeltine? No, this is Hazeltine. Okay, thank you. Easy, easy. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. I give away my my loser shirts. Yeah, you can't wear that. Yeah. No. I had one of the producers at Turner, I think it was Paris week, was was rooting, later on, was rooting for the Europeans to win because he knew I was going to give him all of my shirts. (laughs) (laughs) We're the same size. <laughs> he had done plenty of other Ryder Cups with me, and he knew that if we lost, I was not wearing that stuff anymore. And in this particular case, we were in a perfectly climate-controlled studio, so I wasn't even sweating this stuff up. This stuff was going to be pretty new by the time he got it. Worn one time? Yeah. 
barely. <laughs> he was rooting for the Europeans. He got all the shirts, by the way. The only thing I kept, I kept a, a sweater from Celtic Manor because they just, just make, because they make their sweaters differently over there. Really? I don't know what this thing is made out of, but it could stop a nuclear war, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> It's warm, it's waterproof, it's windproof. It's just well, a sweater. Of course it is over there, right? I mean, because you're going to need that. Yeah. Always. Yeah. It got hit by a truck once. It, got, <laughs> it, it totaled the truck. I don't know what they're doing with their sweaters, but they figured it out. So I kept that. Um, but, all right, so they got Justin Rose, who was on a bunch of those winning teams. Uh, then they keep going down the list. Uh, they pick Nikolai Hoygaard. Nikolai's got a twin brother, Rasmus Hoygaard. Uh, Rasmus won on the European Tour last month. Nikolai hasn't won this year. So you're worried about, about not picking Moronk. I think they got the wrong Hoygaard. <laughs> no, they're identical no. twins. So they could just substitute them oh, in. I, I, we won't know. Yes. In and out, depending on who's playing well, which one of them's playing well. You played well yesterday, Nikolai. You're staying in. Yes. Just <laughs> like the killer bees. <laughs> When referee, That's a bit of an enigma. Yes. When referee Earl Hebner turned his head, B. Brian Blair would <laughs> slide in. Brian Pillman would slide out, and nobody knew. <laughs> that was for you, Nick. <laughs> now, now, in, in Nikolai's defense, he won the Italian Open you know, a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, couple but years his ago, brother but... won last month. I hear you. But it was at the same course, so I mean, he's got that in, his, in, in the resume. He's got that in his back pocket. He's won on that golf course. Adrian Moronk won at that golf course yes. this year. Agreed. Yeah. Apparently, Luke Donald just doesn't have the internet. <laughs> <laughs> he picks the wrong Hoygaard. Then he goes down and gets Ludwig Aberg, who was playing college golf this spring. And, oh, by the way, has never played in a major. Yeah, well, because right. Never, <laughs> I'm not even sure he's been to one. <laughs> Playing, was it Texas Tech? Yes. Yeah, Texas Tech earlier this spring. Great player, just won. Yeah. Won his way onto the team, basically. He got a pick, but he, he won the last event. Uh, but he, if you're going that way, then to your previous point, why are you not going with the other guard? Right. Right? If, if, that, if, if what you're saying is, I want recency, I want a guy that's won recently, this kid... Again, I'm a, it's a head-scratcher for me, and then congratulations to him for winning and all that sort of stuff, and he's had some good finishes otherwise. I mean, he finished tied for fourth at the John Deere, and he finished tied for fourth at the Czech Masters. Got it. Yeah. But if, if that's what your criteria is, I want a guy that's playing well now, then then the Hoygaard thing is sort of a head-scratcher, even though Nikolai won, won, the, won the Open a couple of years ago. Yeah. And you left Moronk off the team. And you completely. left Moronk off the team. At least you got an identical twin. Maybe Luke <laughs> Donald got confused. Rasmus Hoygaard was eighth on the European points list. That's not, that's not the one you took. You took 25th. You didn't take the twin that was eighth and won last month. You took the twin that was 25th. I really feel like he's got... I think they're trying to fool us with this. <laughs> either, either Luke Donald got confused or they think we're going to get confused. Both of which are very possible. <laughs> I think they're going to switch Hoy guards. I do, too. And we're not going to have any clue. Of course not. They're both staying, mysteriously, they're both staying at the, at the hotel. They're identical twins. Chances. Yes. They're identical <laughs> twins, and this is an event where everybody's going to be wearing the same uniform. Not cool, Luke. <laughs> this is brilliant, I guess. It is brilliant. Luke, it's like Luke the Brain Heenan. <laughs> 
Uh, so Adrian Moronk was fifth on the European points list. Makes zero sense to me how that guy got passed over. So this is easier for us to say about a guy we have not met, who we're not even sure if he speaks English. He doesn't play on a tour that we uh, that we see here in the states. Uh, and unfortunately, we could have said the same things about some of our guys the week before. He must just be a jerk. <laughs> Nobody must want to play with him. That's what it was. They got in the team room and well, said, that we, guy, no. Well, that's the captains do ask the guys that are going to be on the team, of who course. would you like to play with and who are some of the guys? And you just start taking, you're taking the temperature of the room. And we talked about it. If Keegan's name didn't get said and if – if Cameron Young's name didn't get said, then all of a sudden Justin Thomas's name gets said more often. You know that, and and we didn't like that because we all watched Justin Thomas miss that Ryder Cup team until he got picked. Uh, I don't, how do the Europeans feel about watching Adrian Moronk win at Marco Simone and feel like he's going to be on the team and then he's not? It is a head scratcher. Yeah. So believe it or not, I know it's, there's a lot of names here on a Sunday morning. You were hoping to hear Peter Burns keep talking about college football. Peter Burns was – I was texting with him. He doesn't understand Ludwig Aberg either. <laughs> Were you actually texting with him? Or? Yeah. Peter Burns does PGA Tour Live. Huh. Worked with him a lot. There was one week – this true story – one week where I had a uh, weird schedule, and, you know, this show preempts – Peter Burns is still doing that show with Courtney Cronin on ESPN right now. They're still doing another hour, but in this city we preempt them. Uh, and I there was a week that he was down in St. Augustine with me, and my hours were going to have me on the air during this slot. His hours weren't. And I was trying to get him to come on and do this show. So you would have heard that Sunday morning, you heard Peter, Bar- Peter Burns, Peter Burns' show without him. Then Peter Burns would have preempted his own show to come on here. <laughs> it's very inside. I would have enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I lost you guys on that. <laughs> I would have enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Uh, so Ludwig Aberg, you mentioned he finished fourth at uh, was it Rocket Mortgage or John? It was John Deere. John Deere, because he w- played back to back weeks, and I did both of those weeks. He did Rocket Mortgage and the John Deere, and he played with Luke Donald. I want to say at Rocket Mortgage the first two days, and he was in contention, and that was a great story. So Luke Donald played with him, watched the kid, watched the kid excel. The problem was on Saturday he backed up, finished outside the top twenty from contention. So, I don't know, is that a good sign or is it a bad sign? You got in contention, but you, you kind of melted down. He's also a kid. Yes. Just barely turned professional. You're supposed to melt down every once in a while. The very next week, John Deere, that fourth place finish, had a, t- had a share of the lead. That was a backed up to fourth place. So there's a positive and a negative way of looking at that. None of us would sneeze at a fourth place finish, especially in your third or fourth event as a professional. Right. But you had a share of the lead again, second week in a row. There were legitimate questions about Ludwig Aberg's ability to close, but he won last week That's on the right. European Tour. So he wins the wins the Omega Masters. So he's sort of answered that question. Except that none of those guys that he beat are going to be in this Ryder Cup. <laughs> All those guys that came from behind those two weeks in the summer are going to be in this Ryder Cup. Uh, so Luke Donald goes with Aberg anyway. Yeah, can't can't imagine it. You may not remember this, but Valhalla, Nick Faldo brought a young Martin Keimer along with his European team. There was another option for Luke Donald. If you want Aberg to be in the program, you kind of go red shirt. He's clearly red shirting at least one of the uh, Hoy guards. (laughs) 
But you could bring and, and Luke Donald or uh, Nick Faldo brought Martin Keimer over here as a kid. You know, he was he was professional, but he wasn't good enough to make the team. Maybe he was kind of banging around the fringe of it, but but Faldo wanted him to be involved. He wanted him in the team room, and he just kind of redshirted him, brought him over. He traveled him, but he couldn't play him. He didn't pick him as one of his 12. Uh, I thought you could have done that with Ludwig Aberg. Yeah, would have been a great way to get the, get the kid some experience. Don't throw him out there quite yet. A yeah. guy that won the Italian Open is right here. Let's put him out there. He might he might actually play well on this course. Rumor has it he won here a couple of months ago. Yeah, I mean, I mean crying out loud. So they're a mess. Yeah. Uh, they're a mess, and I'm not scared of this team. No? Uh, you, no, not even a little bit. Let me tell you their records. Uh, we've got one guy, by the way, on, on our team with a losing record. One. And that's Spieth. Because he's played. It's, it's not even Spieth. No, it's, it's not Spieth. It's, uh, it's Fowler. Because he's older and he played on a bunch of those losing teams. They got a bunch of guys with losing records. Uh, Rory's even. He's 12-12-4. and four. Rom's actually got a winning record. 4-3-1. and uh, and one. Victor Hovland doesn't have a point. He's never gotten a Ryder Cup point. He's 0-3-2. Hatton is 2-4-1. Matt Fitzpatrick doesn't have a point. 0-5-0. Oh, oh. Doesn't even have a tie. He lost, and, and he played five times. <laughs> Normally, that guy sits on the bench. Go 0-4-0. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going back out there one more time? I've seen enough. Five losses. That's all he's got. Uh, Fleetwood's 4-2-2. Two two. You remember he got those four wins with, uh, with Francesco Molinari, who's going to be one of the vice captains. Justin Rose has a winning record. He was on all the winning teams. He's 13-8-2. He is by far their most productive member. Uh, but are you really afraid of Justin Rose? That's their best player? Well, he won at Pebble Beach. Yeah. The answer's no. <laughs> <laughs> and Shane Lowry's 1-2-0. The other four are rookies. So you got, you got three guys with winning records, four guys with winning records, four rookies, two guys that don't even have a point yet, one guy with one point. You know who else has the same amount of Ryder Cup points as Matt Fitzpatrick? Who? You. <laughs> <laughs> and Adrian Moronk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go. So you're not you're not going into this thinking we're going to lose. See, this is this is where I, I I have some consternation. Their first seven players are good. They got a good, strong first seven. Rory, Rom, Hovland, Hatton, Fitzpatrick, Fleetwood. That's a strong group. Straka, I think, is going to help that team. Justin Rose can help him, but he's mixed. He's a mixed bag. I don't think you're going to get anything about out of Shane Lowry. No? I'm not a believer in Ludwig Aberg. Uh, you got the wrong Hoygaard. We've already talked about it. And he, then uh, Robert McIntyre, first Ryder Cup. Good luck, kid. Rory and uh, Lowry, you know, the Irish connection. Uh, Lowry was playing with Hatton two years ago. Of course, that obviously didn't go very well. Right. So, <laughs> so maybe it's Rory. Yeah. You got to go a different direction. You, you can't stack Rory and Rom together, can you? I mean, you're not going to take your two best. I don't know who Rom's going to play with because he was going to play with right. Sergio. He was supposed to play with Sergio. They didn't pick him. They didn't pick Sergio, and they got the wrong Hoygaard. <laughs> I don't know who Rom's going to get. So, all right, we're going to break. There's the Ryder Cup. <laughs> Uh, the American team, they all took a trip over there, except for the three that didn't. Uh, Twitter can't handle that. We'll tell you why Twitter's wrong again when we come back. It's the Golf Show on the Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. And now it's time for Who's Driving? 
brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. Well, we had Chris Cupid on the program a couple weeks back, maybe a month back, when they were having the State Am over there at Rivermont. Chris Cupid, one of the uh, he's just he's just good for the game. We're lucky to have him in the game. We're lucky to have him in this city. And he uh, he runs and owns Rivermont Golf Club. Got a chance to go visit him the other day. Actually, it was yesterday. And I wasn't sure if we were going to see him because it's a Saturday afternoon. Took a group over there. Just hadn't seen Rivermont in a while. Wanted to go see some of the stuff. Saw the putting course, the whole nine yards. Did you see the statue? I didn't say the statue to me. <laughs> no, but I picked out a lot of places where it could be. There you go. I actually cleared some areas. I knocked some branches out of some trees that probably would have put some shade on my statue. <laughs> uh, but uh, sure enough, here comes Chris Cupid. Who's driving? I thought Chris would be, maybe if he shows up, he's going to show up in, you know, a Mac Daddy'd out pickup truck or something like that. Maybe show up in a Cliggy's cart. No, no. Chris Cupid, who lives on the golf course. Just happened to show. He knew when we were coming. So showed up to come say hello. And like Forrest Gump, he drove over on his John Deere riding lawnmower. Wow. Right down the street, right on up to the, the front of the clubhouse, come, got off, said hello to us. Wow. That is an everyman right there. There you go. That's that, impressive. He was cutting the grass. That's what he wanted to do. It's cathartic. It's his stress relief. And then he drove home. On his John Deere riding lawnmower. <laughs> Let's hope the folks at John Deere gave him a little uh, gave right? him a little discount for that. Yeah, absolutely. It was John Deere green. <laughs> uh, so that's Good who's driving. Chris. That's who's driving. Brought to you by Ray Judice. Chris Cupid. Was he cutting the fairways? I don't think he was cutting the fairways. He was no? doing other. He just cuts whatever. He's the owner. He cut whatever he wants. <laughs> I didn't see what he. I don't think he was cutting the fairways, but he had the mower. <laughs> Were you in the rough at the time, and all of a sudden you got a better lie? No, we hadn't started. Not only that, but I, you know, a couple of the guys that were in the group, they were just meeting. Everybody was doing that thing in front of the clubhouse. Beautiful. They put the putting course right there, and they've got a great outside staff, and and we're meeting everybody. And uh, Chris gets off his lawnmower. He's, he's, I'm just getting to say hello. We're talking with him, and, and one of my guys comes over, and Chris gets his bag and goes and puts it on the cart. Oh my! I'm like, that's the owner of the course that's putting your bag on that cart right there. <laughs> And that's, by the way, that's his lawnmower, apparently. I just met just met John Deere here. I didn't know. I thought he had a car. but uh, So, Chris Cupid. Man, they, just, they don't make him like that. Oh, no, that guy's awesome. Oh, that was something else. And uh, and his wife, the lovely and talented Sabrina, came up to the driving range and said hello as well. Tell who Sabrina is. Sabrina Cupid. Everybody knows who Sabrina Cupid is, for crying out loud. <laughs> she's she's the, the goddess of news. There you go. In the world. I think that's an official title. Yes, if you go on, on LinkedIn. It's on her card. Absolutely. Yeah. And Chris has one of her cards taped to the back of his John Deere lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he probably needs Ray Judice's cell number because if he gets in any trouble on that, Ray can help him out. See how we tie all that together? That's it. <laughs> you're, a, you're a pro. No, Ray's the best. I dropped I drop my... Uh, Uh-oh. I'm in trouble now. All right. We'll be okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we, we've got live news. Sort of. We do? Uh, not really. Not really. So here's the funny thing. So we're still waiting to hear the two sides are going to get together. Everybody thinks the two sides are going to get together. We'll hear details by December 31st. We've got no more details. We did tell you that Congress was not happy about this. 
and they had their hearing, and they subpoenaed, or they didn't subpoena everybody. They requested everybody show up, and nobody showed up. You had uh, you had Ron Price, and you had uh, was Tyler Dennis there? I think maybe Tyler Dennis. It was two of them for sure. Yeah. No, and you had the uh, the guy from from Seminole. That's who showed up in front of Congress. No no commissioners, uh, no PIF people, uh, and the, the Senate didn't like it. So they're going to do another one. They got another hearing coming up on the 13th. What is that? That's Wednesday. Right. Hearing on the 13th. And hey, you got to come. No, no one's coming. No one's coming. No, this time the hearing is just in uh it's in the Dirksen Senate office building. I don't know that this one's going to be as made for TV as the last one was. And uh the let's see the Golf Week story says that it says, so far, no one from the PGA Tour has been requested to appear again. But PIF, Yasser Al-Ramayan, has once again denied a request to testify before the subcommittee. The sub story is that government is inefficient. Well, we all already kind of knew that. <laughs> I don't Shocking. Know. I don't really? Know. I don't know what we're going to get out of this. Nothing. I don't even know why we're doing this. Right. We're doing it just so they can say that they did, and no one else can show up. And, you know, I mean, uh, I, I love the idea the Congress wants to get involved in this thing. I, you know, I don't know if their feelings are hurt or, or whatever, that they feel like they need to get an explanation from people that aren't going to give you an explanation. So the fact that we continue to spend taxpayer money to try to get these guys to show up and send them an email, say, hey, if you wouldn't mind, if you got some time, we would like to have a conversation. And they're like, well, no. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Here are the golf clowns that just spent five minutes talking to you about a guy on his John Deere lawnmower <laughs> as opposed to his Cliggy's cart, which he could have been in. Uh, those guys know. Those morons know nobody's coming on Wednesday. Congress doesn't know that nobody's coming on Wednesday. <laughs> They're doing it anyway. There's a, there's a problem there. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Can you imagine the panel? You know, it's, it's 9 o'clock. Meeting's supposed to start. Where, where are they, BK? I'm sure they'll be here. Just give them a couple more minutes. I'm sure they're on their way. They're in the elevator. I'm they're sure in they'll the be elevator. right here. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, it's in the elevator. Yeah. So that nothing's going to happen on Wednesday. Nothing is going to happen. Uh, meanwhile, there is the other sub story in that be, because of the original situation, the New York Times once the lawsuits got filed, New York Times filed a Public Information Act. Well, everything got moved, everything moved so slowly that nothing came out. Now the lawsuits have been settled. The two sides are not fighting anymore, at least that we know of. And now some of the stuff that the New York Times wanted is starting to come out. The problem is the story's over. The movie's over with. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on there. And but we were talking about this during the break. I don't mind the New York Times for asking. It was the New York Times, right? It was. Okay. I don't mind them asking. We all wanted to know. And it's and it's stuff about stuff that, that Liv and the PIF never wanted to tell you anyway, how they work, their inner workings. Look, I'm a capitalist. That's their business. I did not like their the, you know what they were trying to do here. But that's their business. And I understand New York Times trying to poke their nose into their business. Fine. It didn't go that well early. Now it's it's kind of starting to leak out. We don't care anymore. Right. Uh, apparently That's, they still care. That story is over, is it not? It seems like it's over. Yeah. And so I don't understand why, again, the New York Times could continue to write about this. And if there's a bombshell in there that we need to know about, that's great. You keep going. 
but this is not going to this is not going to get you any anywhere. What I don't understand is why the other golf sites are still writing about this. And the New York Times put a lot of time and effort into this. I get that they want some bang for their buck. But why is Rex Hoggard writing an article about this? We don't have anything. There's nothing in there. And we don't care. The slow golf news week. I mean, I we, we, you know, we got nothing until the Ryder Cup. I mean, we got some, you know, little things going over the, the DP World Tour and and we got the ladies still out there playing, and we got we got my boys out there on the Champions Tour playing. But it's a slow golf news week. What, yeah. what what's going to grab a headline? Oh, our mind was really involved in in what was going on with the live golf tour. You don't say. Yeah, we, was we, he really? Kind of, kind of. We're leaning that way heavily. <laughs> that's why he doesn't want to go to Congress. And oh, by the way, that's his gig. That's 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 perfect. That's his right. Now you want to limit some of how they do business. By the way, we'll go back to the PGA Tour's thought. Well, where were you two years ago? We don't need you now. Right. You, you, whatever. Uh, so here's what else Twitter got wrong. Uh, they're upset, the Twitters, uh, because we didn't send all 12 American Ryder Cuffers over to Marco Simone. They just got done playing, doing a, doing a reconnaissance trip, which is just not something you would get the American team to do 20 years ago. Uh, these guys are worried. They don't want to lose. They want to be the first ones to win on the road in 30 years. Uh, so nine of the 12 of them got to go. Only nine? Only nine. What happened with those other three yeah. guys? I mean, they're so greedy. Right? Greedy, stuck-up American Why jerks. Why couldn't you get over there? What are you doing? Uh, don't even just blame Jordan Spieth, who wasn't there. Blame his wife, who's pregnant, about to have a baby. She's the greedy one. <laughs> That's more important? Wanting her husband there. <laughs> Wait, I have a soundbite for this. Okay. Uh-oh. All right, time out. Because your wife is pregnant, and as soon as she has that baby, you're not going to want to go to Singapore. There you go. Look at that. Or Italy. Or Italy. <laughs> Neither place. Uh, so so Spieth didn't go. Apparently the internet didn't get the rest of the, me- the memo. Uh, and then Cantlay and Shaw Lee, the two mis- most mispronounced names in all of golf now. <laughs> Cantlay. L-A-Y. Shaw Lee. Cantlay and Shafafel. No. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Wasn't that a Sesame Street character? I thought I saw that guy. Cantley and Shafafel. <laughs> At one point, we had Barclays as a sponsor of the PGA Tour. And if, if Patrick Cantley ever won the Barclays, and it sounded like Cantley won the Barclays, <laughs> I'd, have gone, I'd have gone completely bald. <laughs> so Cantley and Shaf Lee are good friends. Some would even say best friends. I'm not in that circle. I can't tell you that. But they're very good friends. And one of them is getting married. I don't remember which one. But the other one is clearly going to be in that one's wedding, and that all, all that's going on, and that's why they missed it. So we had a wedding and a birth. Couldn't do anything about postponing either one? Twitter. <laughs> Couldn't push that out? Twitter can't handle that. Well, this is the perfect time I mean, to get married. if you really cared. Yeah. You know. It's the perfect time to get married, by the way. They're going to get to honeymoon in Rome. This is the off time. I'm sure they, they all hit golf balls. <laughs> we just didn't have time. And I don't care what kind of airplane you get on. It still takes the same amount of time to get to Italy. And, and most of the time, these guys are taking commercial flights. I mean, the charter that takes them over there is a commercial flight. Now, they charter it, but it's not like the little, the little private jet. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not an airplane guy. Are you an airplane guy? No, I'm not. I don't know how many of them can even make it that far. I, you wouldn't think so. I know the flight that I'm taking back home. We've talked about this. 
It's it's leaving Rome and coming straight to Atlanta. You got a non-stopper? Well, they're, they all got everybody's. It's Atlanta and Rome. It's no big deal. No? Uh, yes. Uh, 11 hours and 25 minutes in the air. Wow. In the air, 11 hours Hopefully, and 25 knock minutes. Hopefully, on Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> what was that? Uh there's not a lot of airplanes that can fly for 11 hours and 25 minutes. Not a small one. I darn sure hope mine is one of them. <laughs> yeah, not a I small one. I would hope. So, and there's no real spots you can stop in between. Hard to find an island to, to land on out there. Yeah, so they just uh, they just take big planes fly over. Now, they're not in the back. I would think not. I don't think there's any middle seats <laughs> being used. <laughs> They didn't put Justin Thomas in the middle seat because, uh, you know, it's controversial. <laughs> Justin, you're gonna ha- you can come on the team. You're going to have to sit in the middle seat. Wouldn't that have been a funny joke? <laughs> I bet Hoygaard's in the middle seat. Which one? <laughs> Which one? Wouldn't that have been a funny joke when they were handing out the tickets? <laughs> they get to the airport. Somebody hands Justin or he you know, forwards his boarding pass, and it's, you know, it's 42F. <laughs> What's he going to do? You're really going to walk up to Zach Johnson and be like, hey, man. <laughs> This is the best you got for me? Hey, if I were you. Zach would have to say, uh, hang on, I, I got to get on the plane. They're, they're boarding my zone now. <laughs> I'll talk to you in Italy. <laughs> Bye. There's only 12 first-class seats. We'd like to welcome the American Ryder Cup team. <laughs> of course, the nine ones that really care, not those other three <laughs> saps that are staying home for greedy reasons. We'd also like to welcome Justin Thomas, who's back there in an exit row, back in row 47. Justin, we're not sure the Bev cart's going to get to you anytime soon. You just go ahead and uh, stand down there, good buddy. <laughs> Any excuse to do the walkie-talkie thing. Hey, that was that was great sound effects by me there, too. All right, yeah, well done. <laughs> Give you credit. So Again. Uh, all right, we'll get it in the scores. We could have something unprecedented happen. As far as our research committee has come up with, Committee? Something could happen. Committee. You and me. You and me. <laughs> and me. And, 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 and of course, Adam. Of course, Adam. Something could happen here in the next few hours that has never happened before in the history of golf. And this is actually legitimate. <laughs> we're not making that one up. No. <laughs> we'll tell you what we're talking about. And I'm sure Twitter will get this wrong, too. But we'll tell you what we're talking about next. It's the Golf Show on the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Before you hit the links, start your morning with the Golf Show, presented by Cliggy's Cards and PlayTheGolfIsland.com. Now back to Brian Katrick on Atlanta's Golf Station, the Fan. Uh, we may have to wait a little bit for uh, for golf history here. Chris Mascaro with me, Adam Crooks as well, J.R. Ross off this week. I think he gets paroled in time for next week's show. Not sure. We'll check into that. <laughs> the Horizon Irish Open. Has actually been, play has been suspended due to a dangerous situation. They got lightning at the K Club. That is rare. They don't have a lot of lightning storms over there. No, I, uh, the last time I was over at St. Andrews, I've told this story. We were out on the Jubilee course, uh, my my producer, Marion, and myself, two, uh, two Florida guys that know a lightning storm. And we're out there on the Jubilee course, and here comes the storm, and here comes the lightning, and we're terrified. Because there's nowhere to hide. There's no shelters. There's no nothing. It's the old course at St. Andrews. The Jubilee course runs right next to it. We're just out in the middle of a field. And here comes. No. So we're 
you know, Marion hunkers down in a, he literally got into a bunker. In a bunker? In a bunker. I just hustled in. On my way in, they have the clubhouse. It's not the RNA clubhouse. That's behind the first tee of the old course. But out at about the second tee of the old course, there's another building. And that is the, uh, that's the Lynx Trust clubhouse. That's where you go pay for your rounds of golf on any of the, the St. Andrews golf courses. Uh, as I'm heading toward it, there is a big flash, big strike of lightning, and the power is now out. Oh! So by the time I get into the clubhouse, I'm terrified. I'm soaking wet. I'm alive. I don't know where Marion is anymore. He's he's three holes back, hiding in a bunker somewhere, because these two Florida boys are terrified of this lightning. But we make it in there, and there's no power in the clubhouse. Now I don't care, because at least it's a clubhouse, and. Uh, but the power's out, and I notice after I get my wits about me that the people are there are hassling the workers because the credit card machines are down, and they can't pay for their rounds, which they want to go start because they're undaunted by this rain because they're tougher than we are. But they also don't seem to understand what lightning is Yes, because they never get it. They were mad that they couldn't get their rounds started because the power was out. So I can go out there with my metalhead driver and my steel shafts and wave that around for a while while this lightning is out there. They just it's, don't get a they, lot of lightning. They, they, they don't. They don't understand the that's concept there. The way it was explained to me, and, and that's where people were paying there for their rounds at the old course too. So I mean, there's people waited their whole life for this. They were not going to be daunted by some storm. Uh, the heavy stuff's not going to come down for a while now, so I'd keep playing. Yeah, yeah. I would say, hey, more power to you, man. You play whatever you want. I've waited my whole life for this round at St. Andrews. By God, if God's going to strike me down, then that's how I'm going to go out. Yeah, and I don't know if it happened, but it's now they've got lightning at uh, at the Horizon Irish Open. The the leaderboard looks like this. Forrest Grant is 12 under par. So is Hurley Long. Uh, they are tied at 12 under with a guy named Rory McElroy. I've heard of him. He's Irish. And Minwoo Lee who's Australian. Uh, they are 12 under. They are tied for the lead. They're in the middle of the second round, or the middle of the final round. Matter of fact, the Minwoo is on the sixth hole. Everybody else is not even that far along. Uh, the history comes up because Min Ji Lee, that's Minwoo's sister, is leading in Cincinnati on the LPGA Tour. Now, she's not going to start till for another hour and a half. But she leads by two shots. And best we can figure... A brother and a sister have never won on the LPGA Tour and the European Tour, PGA Tour, any of the big tours on the same week, ever. No. And wouldn't that be something? That would be something. The Thompsons, uh, Curtis has caddied for Lexi, but nothing ever lined up where they won on the same week. Stockton's came close. Stockton's came close. The Duvall's, now we're talking about just fathers, brothers. Uh, The Duvall's, Bob and David, father-son, they won on the same day when David won the Players' Championship in uh, 1999. (laughs) Which is not how he says it, but that's how Min Woo would have said it. (laughs) So that was cool. Uh, But we've never seen a brother-sister combo win on the same day. Wouldn't it be something if Min Woo won, but because of the lightning in Ireland that happens once every 25 years, it turns into a Monday finish. It's not the same day. That's when you so you know somebody's rooting against you. Yeah, but still, it still counts, right? I mean, that same week, same, yeah, I count it. I would count it. Because going back, like we're doing Google searches to try to figure this out, and we're just looking at dates. 
So five years from now, when we were to go look for this, we'd never learn that the Irish was a Monday thing. We'd (laughs) never know that. No. Yeah. This this isn't like making a hole-in-one on a par three course that doesn't count. This this counts. Why does that not count? (laughs) Isn't that always a debate? Not to me, it's not. No, it's good. You aimed at it, it went in. We're (laughs) celebrating. (laughs) You're buying the drinks? Oh, I made one at Legacy one time. I pulled it. Oh, 30 yards left of the green. There's a big slope over there. And I said the worst words that I could ever think of while this ball was in the air. And it lands up there by the cart path and kicks right, rolls down the hill, goes across the green and into the hole. It did not. <laughs> not only. I didn't like it, but I counted it. That was on a par three. It didn't even land on the green. Hell, I barely landed on the hole. Went in the hole. That's a, You better believe that's an ace. Got the plaque in the in your home at, uh, at the... At the house in the office? No plaques. I kept the ball. Yeah? Yeah. Did you yeah. take the flag off the stick? No, that's that would have been I didn't think about that. That would have been a little bit much. <laughs> would it? Well, I mean I think the I, superintendent I, would have something <laughs> to say about it. Now, now is the Irish open similar to that other open that's played on those aisles? It's similar. Apparently they got the same crappy weather. Uh you're talking about, of course, the British Open. Uh the K Club. Yes, the Britishest <laughs> Open. Uh, the K Club is actually in the Republic of Ireland, where they have never had the British Open. Though I think Rory is campaigning for a course. I read earlier this week. Is he? He is. Yes. You say, well, wait a minute. They had it. They had it in Northern Ireland. They a whole, did. A whole different country. It is. It's fire up Ireland. The Ireland. Fire up the whole. It's whole North different country. What? Ireland. Northern Ireland. Now, is there is there a reason they haven't played the Open in Ireland? What, what Open? The, they, the they British got, Open. they got an Open the going on the in Ireland open? right now. There's an Ireland Open he, going on right now. The, the British open. open? The Open. The Open. Right. We just did it. It was the L.A. Country Club. <laughs> U.S. Open. That's yeah, got, I was talking about the British Open. The U.S. Open has more international players, has a deeper field, richer purse. What, what are you talking about? And why does this keep coming up? This is the Irish Open. <laughs> In Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, <laughs> the one with the green flag in St. Patrick's Day. That Ireland. <laughs> Northern Ireland. Ireland is Ireland. Yes. It's, it's, it's not Northern England. Northern it's not Northern UK. It's not Northern Wales. It's Northern Ireland. I hope the Australian wins. <laughs> <laughs> just to confuse things. Uh, Nick Cellini and Steve West were coming up next. I think they both just quit over Ireland. <laughs> Have a great Sunday, everybody. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. 
we specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com.